Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. This episode is sponsored by Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition, the brand for cowboys and cowgirls. Get and stay cowboy fit this new year with the Cowboy Whey Protein. If you want to lose weight and gain lean muscle, the Cowboy Whey can help. The Cowboy Whey is available in delicious chocolate and creamy vanilla with 24 grams of protein, 160 calories, and only 2 grams of sugar. Get yours at www.thecowboywhey.com. And that's whey spelled W-H-E-Y, hence the protein. And be sure and register on the website to get 10% off your order. Get and stay Cowboy Fit this new year at www.thecowboywhey.com. And also, follow us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Performance, and I'll see you back at the ranch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast, and welcome to the new year. 2019. Uh, hope everybody has their New Year's resolutions down and they're going to stick to them, whatever they may be. Um, I wish you the best of luck with them because I'm going to be working on mine. So happy New Year. And today um, I've got a great guest on the show. I, I just recently met Christy Burleson. She is a, a, a rodeo photographer and photographer and also has competed in rodeo for quite a few years. I'll let her tell you all about that. But I just recently met her actually through a friend of mine introduced us, Mitch Siegel of FSR Cattle Company. And uh, Christy called me and said, oh, Mitch said I should call you. And, and she, I don't know that she was really sure what it was, uh, why she was going to call me, but Mitch was insistent. So anyway, she called me and found out it was a podcast. So this is actually her first podcast. So I'm honored to be able to have her on. Uh, her first podcast episode. So, uh, and then, uh, so I, I talked to her on the phone and then we met up, um, my wife and I met up with Christy in uh, Las Vegas at Cowboy Christmas. And that was uh, uh, an amazing, amazing experience there. Anyway, we're going to just get right into it and start talking to Christy. So Christy, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, well, it's ex it's exciting to have you on, especially since you know, I've, I mean, I just recently met you, but then we had some good laughs in, uh, in Vegas at Cowboy Christmas. And we can talk about some of that stuff if you want to. Um, uh, I had to pull out some of my old chiropractic skills, but, um, anyway. Oh, I'm so grateful. You fixed me. You, fi yeah. you, you both fixed me up from that. I, I've been fine ever since. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we actually ended up in the bloomer trailer, uh, section. <laughs> And Christy's uh, on the uh, couch in one of the chairs, and I, I adjusted her neck. And then uh, my wife, Stephanie, who used to do massage therapy, did some massage work on her. She was carrying around this heavy bag on her shoulder with uh, cameras and all kinds of gear in it and stuff. And so then Jake Bloomer walks over, and he goes, oh, yeah, well, you guys, go ahead, you know. So I basically set up a, a makeshift office for a minute there. But anyway, it was, it was great meeting you there, um, you know, and just had a great time over there. But uh, – why don't, you, why don't you tell us how you got started in, in rodeo and, in, you know, just a uh, you know, brief history on you and, and, and how you got started in the photography. Gosh, I don't, I don't know if I do anything brief, but <laughs> I can try. Uh, well, I've been riding horses my whole life. My aunt had horses, uh, grew up, you know, kind of in, uh, 
you know, I grew up in Anaheim, actually, right next to Disneyland, and my aunt lived in Norvalinda about 20 minutes away, and I used to ride every chance I got every weekend, every vacation. Um, I just spent my whole life on horseback and, uh, you know, always wanted to go compete. I used to watch the girls across the street get to load up and go to competitions, and I never got to do that. My aunt wasn't a very competitive person, and then I found out that it didn't matter what, uh, what I wore or what my uh, horses looked like and how much silver I had if I was just the fastest, which I love to go fast, uh-huh. uh, I could win. So that's when I found out about rodeo and barrel racing. And um, I started riding with Angel Crossweight uh, kind of by accident. I pulled into his place and I didn't know he was an NFR qualifier, but I seen them roping out there and I said, hey, uh, I know how to ride and I know how to throw a rope. Ha ha. If, uh, if you want to teach me a little bit more. And he said, do you babysit? And I said, sure do. And I was about 21 years old. And, uh, he said, well, if you babysit, I'll teach you how to train horses. So I went out there and did a lot of grunt work and cried a lot. You know, (laughs) I thought I knew something. I got out there and found out I knew nothing after 21 years of riding. (laughs) And, uh, I learned so much from that man. I still do. I still go to him when I need my butt whooped into shape. I call him. I said, okay, I, I need some help, you know, get after me. But, uh, so I, I started doing that and I had already been doing photography in high school and, uh, grew up doing photography and, and hair and makeup. And I had been going to cosmetology school. So, uh, when I met Angel and, uh, you know, got to meet a lot of people in rodeo and, and go compete. That's, you know, I had always wanted to compete and had horses forever. So, he he was a huge influence in my horse, you know, just my whole horse life, I should say. And uh, I, like, I don't even know what I would do without him still. And uh, and then, you know, it just kept growing from there. And uh, I told him, I said, hey, you know, I want to take some shots. And back in the day, I would shoot black and white film and paint it with oil. So I, you know, went out there and photographed his family and Actually, Ryan White from Best Ever Pads, he was, he was out there helping me. You know, we were out there shooting on horseback up in the hills. It was real cool. And I've known him forever, too. So we went out there and, and shot those. And I just kept doing, um, I, like I said, I did photography. I would shoot girls and do their hair and makeup. But I really, because I know horses, wanted to make sure that the horses look good in the photo as well as the people. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how my niche came along. I didn't realize... I used to think, what do you do growing up in Orange County? What do you do when you take everybody's picture with their horse? I mean, there's only so many horses in Orange County. Right. And so, you know what I mean? I thought, what am I going to do? And then um, Facebook came along. And with Facebook, posting my pictures on Facebook, all of a sudden this huge opportunity opened up for me. And, um, you know, I started shooting all these people in rodeo because I knew them from rodeo. And, uh, you know, next thing you know, I'm shooting all the NFR people. Hey, can you come to Texas? And actually, my first person to call and ask me to come to Texas was Erin Siegel, who is now Erin Reich. But she, uh, you know, from Flying S, she, Mitch's daughter, yeah. she said, if I have you come to Texas, would you do my engagement pictures? And I knew her from Rodeo in California. And so really, Erin opened up uh, a huge opportunity for me. And people saw that I was willing to travel. And, uh, so it was, it was really cool. I was like, wow, I was going to go to Texas. I was so excited. And 
next thing you know, you know, somebody else is like, hey, would you come to Texas? And would you come to Washington? Would you come to Idaho? And pretty soon I just started going everywhere. And I really like it. I, I always say, um, I'm kind of like a dog. If you open up a, the door to the truck, I'll go for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of cool places out there in the world that you don't see if you just fly into the airport. Right, right. But, now you, you, you know, said you said something you, you were taking black and whites and you, that, that kind of caught me and then you would paint them with oil. What? Would, would yeah, you... I would do black and white photos and mm. I would paint them with oils. And uh, so you know I did that for a long time, and then that's before digital. You know I shot black and white film and I roll my own film, and uh, you know I'd sit in uh, in a dark room and roll my own film and develop my own film at home and then. When I was younger, before I was married, I worked at a photo lab, and the guy who owned the photo lab was still nice enough to, even after I quit, he would let me go in and develop my own stuff, and I would develop stuff for him and print for him. Nice. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, I would print my own photos, and, and uh, I got to do a lot of cool stuff going through that dark room. There was pictures of Elvis Presley in the military, you know, somebody's like, I found these old negatives, what's on here? I'm like, that's Elvis Presley, you know? <laughs> So there was, there was a lot of cool stuff to see and learn, and I tried to take advantage of that as much as I could. And then when digital came along, I kind of didn't want anything to do with it because I thought, that's just a handheld computer, and that's just not my style. And the quality wasn't as good. Digital, you know, it's so pixelated. It's just not as nice quality as film. And my husband kept telling me, you need to go digital, Chris. So I was like, nah, I don't really think that's for me. And then uh, finally, I, I, I had to give in. And I'm glad I did because there's a lot of cool stuff, you know, that I can do now. I mean, I'm not a graphic designer by any means. I still try to, I think the reason people like my work is because I still see it like it's film. Like, I know that when I shoot it, for starters, it's got to be good. Right. I don't think you should go into something just assuming, oh, I can do that and just Photoshop it. I don't want right. to do that. I want it to be good for starters. Right. Now, when, when you were I think at that's the, how my brain is trained. Right. <clears throat> when you were at the NFR, you were um, there was a couple of days there you were shooting the the junior NFR, right? What tell us about what you were doing there? Well, I was shooting the steer wrestling for Oatberry, the okay. junior steer wrestling, and uh, I was really honored that him and Kendra Santos asked me to come do that. Uh, you know, I I'm not a rodeo photographer per se as far as I don't have my PRCA card and stuff but right. I have shot for you know like Cheyenne Frontier Days and Pendleton and they those committees have asked me to shoot for them so even though I'm not a you know or in the American so I've shot for those those big rodeos but I'm not a PRCA photographer so I can do the action which I love to do but um you know, that's a tough gig those guys have out there. They go sit out there all day and they take a bunch of pictures and, you know, you hope somebody's going to buy from you. Right. Um, that's really hard. So I want to say, <laughs> if I can, that if you're a contestant out there, go buy your pictures. It's not that much. And these photographers <laughs> put a lot into it. And, you know, I do. I, I buy all my pictures from the photographers, even if I don't like them. Right. You know, it might be a bad picture. I make a dumb face, but I buy my pictures to support those people because people don't realize what they put out there. They think that people are just shooting digital photos and they can just keep doing and doing it. But it costs a lot to go do that. So if I yeah. can plug those other photographers out there, <laughs> I like to support everybody in their business. 
Absolutely. And now with, with the changes in, you know, technology and stuff, what, what do you see in terms of your cameras? Has, has it changed? Uh, I mean, in the past 10 years, a ton, or can you still get by with, you know, gear that's 10 years old or. Well, okay. So for people that don't know this, and I didn't know this, of course, going into digital, that uh, digital cameras are kind of like a car. You only have so many miles. So, mm-hmm. you know, after a while, you ha- I mean, you do take your camera for maintenance. Um, you send it in. Uh, sometimes you have to get your shutter replaced. You've only got so many clicks of a shutter. Right. You know, you might only have two. I, I think uh, Canon says you've got about 200,000 clicks of a shutter. And then you're out of a shutter. And can you imagine you've been, I mean, and I always have a couple of cameras with me. And I, have, <laughs> I was at a wedding one time. And sure enough, that must have hit number 200,000 because uh, boink, right after the kiss. My camera just stopped. It says, I'm not going anymore. I'm like, yikes. And it ran, grabbed my other camera and started shooting and, I, and was ready to go. But for people that don't know that, you know, they think that they can just, you can just keep using your camera over and over again. But they, they have maintenance just like a car. I, I, that's how I like to think of it. And of course, they're always making them better and they're always improving them all the time. Right. So something that you bought 10 years ago, the ones I bought, uh, 10 years ago or 13 years ago in 2005 was when I bought my first digital camera. Um, you can't even, Canon won't even service it anymore. They're like, Oh, sorry, we don't, we don't service the 50 D's anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, um, they're, they kind of wear out by design, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's just like we used to get a TV and it lasts, you know, 25 years. And now you got to get a new one every, you know, three years or whatever. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many hours on a digital, on a high definition TV. Yeah. And the, and the, te- and the technology changes so fast as well. And, you know, so everybody's always, you know, going for the new stuff. That's, that's crazy. So you've been, you've been doing photography professional for, for how long then? Uh, 30 years. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually 30 years. Yeah. I hate to admit it, but um, when I was 18, uh, I, I, I used to babysit for a lady that, uh, oh gosh, I can remember, you know, this is 1988 and I babysat her kids and she had gone, uh, she was my aunt's best friend still is. And, uh, she had paid $3,500 for pictures of her kids. This is back in 1988. Mm-hmm. So 30 years, she paid $3,500 to have pictures of her kids taken. And I can remember, she didn't tell me that my aunt did. My aunt was who paid $3,500 for her kids' pictures? And I thought, wow, that's insane. You know, and um, my high school teacher had told us the very first day of photography class, everybody wants to be a photographer. There are a dime a dozen. So if you think you're going to be a photographer, you can just forget it. And I was like, oh, well, there goes my big dream. You know, I, I wanted to be a photographer too. So that was never going to happen for me. And so, uh, but I, I did hair and makeup. And I was going to cosmetology school and I would babysit for Sue in the afternoon and on the weekends. And, uh, she, I, you know, I would take the kids to soccer practice and there was a cool old cattle gate, uh, up in skyline drive in Fullerton, which now there's a bunch of homes, but it was a really cool, just rustic look. And two of the kids went to soccer practice and I used to entertain the middle kid, Annie. She didn't, she didn't like to do what the other kids did. Mm-hmm. And her and I used to just go get an ice cream or have fun. And one day I said, Annie, let's put you in this, this, and that. And uh, we'll go take some pictures. And she was like, okay. 
So I take her up there and I take these pictures and we shoot them in black and white. I can remember I still, I shot Tri-X 400. It was a high grain film, kind of gave it a lot of texture mm-hmm. and um, sent her out there and uh, had her do something, you know, here, set your hat up on the gate, do this, do that. And uh, I still have those. I still have those photos in a old portfolio that has prints <laughs> right. as opposed to a digital one. And uh, I show, I, you know, shot it black and white, painted it. I gave it to Sue, who was very into art. She actually had a store called Art Rages. Her whole life is about art. She thinks that's the most important thing in the world. <laughs> and she, she still does. Everything's about art for her. And she said, this is the best picture I've ever had of any of my kids ever. And I was so honored because, you know, this lady just spent $3,500 on pictures of her kids. And I, she thinks this is the best picture ever. So I was very honored. And then, um, you know, so, and I think I only shot one roll of film back then. I took my time (laughs) to get, you know, 36 exposures. And then uh, a couple of weeks later, she came back. Uh, she had been shopping in LA and she says, I bought some clothes for Brighton. Would you take some pictures of her too? Sure. Took Brighton out, went and took pictures of her. These are the best pictures I've ever had. I need you to be here on Sunday to take pictures of our family. I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. I was comfortable with the kids, um, but I don't want to do that. Nope. You be here on Sunday at three o'clock. <sighs> well, I was 18 years old. I couldn't say no because she was a grown up and she told me what to do. <laughs> and uh so I uh I went over there and took their pictures and shot it black and white, painted it in oil. And back then, because there wasn't digital, we used to shoot a copy negative and then you would run off multiple copies for uh for Christmas cards. Right. And she sent them out and everybody went nuts over these pictures. And she started giving out my phone number. Can you believe her? <laughs> she started giving out my phone number. So what are you doing? I, I don't want to do this. What if people don't like what I do? Photographers are a dime a dozen. You know, why do they want me? Right. And she didn't stop. She didn't listen to me. And she gave out my phone number to everybody. And I couldn't say no because she gave them my number. Right. And two years later and maybe 500 photo shoots later, she said, Chris, you really need cards. <laughs> and uh I was hesitant to do it but I finally did and and I I got confident with myself. I was young and I was, you know, I was always worried what if they don't like them. But after a while you start to think, okay, I got this, you know. But uh it was it was a little bit different back in the day of film because if if you did not expose it correctly and develop it correctly, then, you know, you could overdevelop your film by 30 seconds and you would have a whole different thing. So you better be paying attention. So, yeah. Now, what did you do when you painted them with oil? I, I don't, I still don't quite get that. What, what process is Well, that? I would, okay. Now I would use either a fiber-based print uh, mm-hmm. paper okay, or a matte finished paper. Mm-hmm. And then um, I would take oils and I would just tint them. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't do like a, like an acrylic painting where it was really heavy, but I would, uh, you know, take the oil and and dip it on there and kind of paint in, and it's like coloring. You stay inside the lines, and uh, you know, just add, yeah, add it to, to it. I actually have some on my on my website. I have to I'll have to uh, 
tag you on some of those photos so you can see them. They're on my Facebook. They say old photos, and they were black and whites that I tinted with oils. In fact, Annie's is on there, the first Sue's daughter that I did. I had taken pictures of my friends in high school and stuff, but not like when uh, I had done Annie's was more creative for me. Right. Yeah, that's very cool. I have to check that out. For years, FSR Cattle Company has been known for their premium roping cattle, used and endorsed by multiple world champions and NFR qualifiers. But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at fsrcattlecompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again, that's fsrcattlecompany.com. Very yeah. good. So, so then you, so that was 18 when you, when you got started. And that's basically how you got started as a photographer. And then it developed into the doing rodeo photography when Erin invited you to, to Texas to do her wedding photos, huh? Well, it was, it was her engagement photos. And actually I had been, well, so what happened was I, in fact, it was kind of funny. I was out shopping, I don't know, six months ago and this girl comes up to me and she said, Christy, right? And I said, yeah. And she goes, you did my pictures. And oh my gosh, I just felt horrible for not remembering her because I remember everybody, but you know, how could I forget her? And she said, you did my pictures. Now she's my age. I'm looking at her, you know, I'm in my forties. And she goes, you did pictures of me and my horse when I was 15 years old. Now she's old, right? So I'm looking at her and she goes, she said, I'm Sean's sister. And she says, remember, and if, if she's listening, she's not old. I just, I'm saying I'm old. So, <laughs> right, right. and she said, you were taking pictures for all these people. And you said, I want to start taking pictures of people and their horses. So I want to take pictures of you and your horse. So apparently she was the first person that I had shot with their horse. And I did it just so I could get into showing people that I was able to photograph, you know, people with their horses. Right, right. And uh, she, she actually went and took a picture of that and posted it on Facebook not too long ago and tagged me. But it's really neat to see that I shot some of these people when they were little kids uh, and now they're grown up. And I've actually shot some of them when they were children and done their engagement pictures and their weddings and everything now, you know, and I've been in their lives for 30 years. So it's kind of cool. You know, it's really neat to see all these people grow and, and know that I've had this relationship with them for a long time and they consider me their photographer, which is pretty neat. Yeah, that, that's really, that's absolutely really cool. Now, when you were in Vegas, you did uh, some photo shoot outside of uh, the venues there. You did, uh, I think Canyon Trevino, you did some really cool shots with him in, in a location. Well, where was that location at? Um, well, that is a place called Nelson's Landing. And I was introduced to it by somebody else that I did a photo shoot. Uh, I did senior pictures out there and they told me about this location and it's, it's pretty cool. It's uh, an old mining town and the people that own it 
I, I kind of laugh because it's, it's just really neat. Anybody that goes there goes, wow, this is great. And the lady goes, or the girl there, she says, oh, yeah, my dad found a way to turn his junk into something cool. And I'm like, this isn't junk. This is awesome, you know, and everybody there is crazy about it. And there's always, I don't think I've ever been there where there wasn't at least one other photographer just digging it. And it's, it's, I don't know how many acres it is. I'm going to say there's probably about 20 acres maybe. Uh And there's, you know, old barns, workshops, whatever, cars, uh, dump trucks, an, an old plane was crashed, just all kinds of cool stuff. And wherever you go, whichever way you turn, you get this different perspective. So, you know, there's just endless possibilities to being creative there. So it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were cool. I knew was some, there were some planes in the picture, I think, and old vehicles. I, th- I think if I'm, if I'm remembering right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a lot. There's, a, there's so much. And then, you know, Canyon had a broken foot. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, I had to get creative with how I photographed him because he had this boot on his foot. Right. And he says, Oh gosh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I got this boot on my foot. I said, don't worry. I got you. So, you know, not that I want to point it out to everybody, but you know, I <laughs> had him stand and there's a little bush there in front of his foot with the boot. And then, you know, his other boot, you can't see. So, you know, I just tried to be creative how I photographed him. So you really couldn't see <laughs> his yeah. broken foot. Very cool. And he's such a great kid. He, he's a lot of fun to do and he hands it up for me, whatever I ask him to do. He's just, he's a great kid. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, when we were, we were down there too, just after we were uh, together there for a while and Steph and I left them, um, I know you were heading over to try to um, catch up with the Dale Brisby. Did you ever catch up with him and get a t-shirt? <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. He, I got him feeling pretty bad for me. So, uh, he, he did a little interview with me at NFR and he, he came up to me and he says, give, I need you to give me the wrong, I'm going to ask you some radio questions. Give me the wrong answers. I'm like, no way. People will think I'm stupid. And he goes, come on, come on, just do it. And I, okay, fine. So I gave him, the, I gave him some wrong answers and it was on TV and, uh, <laughs> It was it was a little embarrassing, but then I had to realize it's just all in fun and laugh at myself. And anybody that knew me knew I was kidding anyway. So that was pretty fun. And and my friend's husband and and daughter they're big fans of his. So they said, hey, we, we you know I want a T-shirt that says this. So I went over and got them a T-shirt that was signed. And and Dale was really cool. He was like, hey, anything. He goes, let's. I, I want to make up for it. So he signed the T-shirt and put anything I wanted on there. They were really happy. So it worked out great. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, I got. I, I was fortunate enough to stop and and meet him too, and shake hands, and actually, uh, actually gave him a um, uh, oh, gave him a tub of the uh, cowboy whey protein powder too. So that was kind of cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna start mine tomorrow. It's the first of the year. So. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> cool. I was gonna start before Christmas, but you know what? My mom made my favorite cookies. And my daughter bought me these dark chocolate salted caramels. And I was like, oh, I have to eat all this first and then start my cowboy whey powder. (laughs) That's cool. Well, you'll have to disappoint you. There was no point in starting it. I wasn't going to be committed. (laughs) Well, you'll have to do like a super cool picture and post it then when you start. And then let us know how you like it. Okay. No, I mean, you could just, you could do a super cool picture of the, of the, of the, can of protein powder <laughs> oh good okay i'm like yeah. no i don't want to post my before picture 
Well, you could do that later, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but sure. you, you commit to it and just say, here, I'm starting my the Cowboy Whey Protein. So um, I'm going to be on it in training now. So now are you, are oh, you, Lord. are you, uh, that means I really am committed if I'm going to do that, huh? That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to hold you to it. So I know. Um, yeah, you're good. You're good. So now you, um, I need to help. I, 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 yeah, we all do. Don't we? Um, <laughs> so Christy, how, how did you start shooting for, uh, at these rodeos and for some of these companies? Well, actually, um, gosh, a, a while back, my, my mare got hurt. And it was one of the big rodeo weekends in California. So I grabbed my camera and I went over to San Bernardino to go watch Slack and watch some of my friends compete. And I started taking candidates of my friends, you know, out in the warm up pen and just people getting ready to run before their run. And I noticed a lot of people really enjoyed their candidates because I think I captured that perspective from the competitor's point of view we all love our action shots you know we do but I think because I'm a competitor I caught that feeling of you know catching that and that led me into um you know a lot of the companies so best ever pads started you know hey Christy do you have any pictures of so and so and they liked that I had you know shots that they could use um Purina started using me uh, just because I had a different perspective of of where I was coming from, and um, Purina's been a really great one. F1 Noni, same thing. They they call me to Christy. You know, we need pictures of so and so, and and I'm I'm just grateful that these people like my eye. You know, American Hat Company, and and um, you know, I've got to shoot for a lot of great. You know, Equithrive. I've got to shoot for these people. You know, that. Um, I'm just, I'm really honored that they like my work and they enjoy my work and, and they think of me when they, when they want pictures. Yeah, that's, that's very cool. And, and, uh, those companies are no small companies, uh, in particular Perina too. That's a very big company. Yeah. And, and they've been, they've been great to me and, and I try to be great to them, (laughs) you know, um, it's they're 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 a really great company and they really treat their ambassadors good and um you know and it's neat because a lot of these people call me and say hey you know we want you to come out and do our family pictures and you know and it's nice they invite me out you know um the k4 ranch you know they have me come out and shoot their branding pictures and their sale photos and so the fact that um you know, they, that these people call me and want to use me for, to capture their family life, which, you know, I, I think that's, that's part of the thing, maybe that I read people's personalities and try to capture this. But when ha- people invite me out to their ranches and their homes and have me capture their personal life behind the scenes, it just makes me feel good that, that, um, they think of me when when they want me to be a part you know to be a part of it basically i get to watch people grow up and and do things and they i don't know it's just kind of an honor that people think of me that way yeah that's great so who has uh some of the coolest places that you've been on to do some of your photo shoots wow um i you know i've been to some really great places so Gosh, I hate to forget anybody, but like Haley Kinzel, the Kinzels have a great ranch in Catula, Texas. Um, JB and Samantha Mooney have a really neat place in North Carolina. Um, 
gosh, uh, you know, I, I did some cool stuff, even just shooting for like, uh, Luke Brown and, um, Jake Long. I went over there and shot some fun stuff of them roping and, 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 you know, laid down in the rope box and, and shoot some cool stuff. So it's, gosh, I, I've been to meet places. The key keppers in Arizona have an amazing ranch in Prescott, Arizona. And that's, that's a really neat place. If you ever, I know you're in Arizona. So if you ever get to go up there, that's a neat, neat place. And, you know, I got to shoot at a place called the mansion in MGM. Uh, Shadow Brazil called me last year and asked me to shoot their family pictures before the back number ceremony. And the mansion at the MGM is a very exclusive place. All the celebrities stay there and uh, we got to do a photo shoot there, which was pretty awesome because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get to go back there again, you know, but uh, I hear, you know, Bruno Mars and Oprah stay there from what I hear. So um, that was a really neat treat. So I, I just, I kind of love any adventure of where this all takes me. Yeah, that's great. You got to shoot Trevor before, you know, he announced his retirement here this, this, this year. So, I mean, it, it, it sounds like he's not going to go compete real hard now. So I, I don't know that we're going to see him back at the NFR anytime soon. Yeah, I, I did shoot um, at the WCRA this last year. They, they had me as an official photographer at uh, WCRA. And uh, I had a little embarrassing story. I was taking a picture of Jake Long because his mother is on my Facebook. And she loves it when I take pictures of Jake and tag her. And I went to get a shot of Jake and his horse. And his horse stepped to the side and just barely stepped on the toe of my boot. Not even got my foot. I mean the outside toe of my boot. And then she swished her hip over and knocked me to the ground. Oh gosh. And my foot was pinned under, under her foot, you know, and it was just the, t the tip of my boot. It wasn't even the, wasn't even on my toe. And I'm telling you what, Trevor was there. He was, he was a few feet away from me and he must, he hustled like he was getting a cap or something. He picked <laughs> me up so fast. I couldn't even believe it. Like he, he's the nicest guy, but he did. He hustled over. He goes, I'm so sorry. And I was like, well, that wasn't his fault. I was embarrassed that I fell and I felt like a big dummy. <laughs> I felt like a big dummy because, you know, you should be paying attention when you're around horses, but I was shooting. Yeah. And, uh, boy, he, he got in there and scooped me up right away. I was so grateful. I, I, I usually don't get embarrassed. I laugh stuff off pretty often. I was a little bit embarrassed. But he was like, hey, it happens to all of us. And I was like, you know what? Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> and uh, he, he's, a, he's a great guy. There, there are some really great people right there. I'm, I'm uh, it was it was a very tearful event to watch his retirement, but I, he'll, he'll be at, he'll be at the big ones. And I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it back on, uh, on just going to minimal ones. He's, he's a talented man. And, uh, I, I hope, I hope he squeaks back into the NFR just going minimal. That'd be really neat to see. Yeah. Time or two at least, huh? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So I know, I know you still have horses, right? Are you, are you getting ready to compete anymore this year or what do you? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I've had, I had, uh, I had been so busy last year that I didn't get hardly any time to compete last year. I went to, uh, I, I went to a, a jackpot in Prescott. I went to Cheyenne and then I went to uh banning rodeo and that was all I got in. But my, I mean, don't get me wrong. My horse is not sitting there rotting. I have a good friend that's keeping my horses in shape. So He's ready to run whenever I am. I just have to uh, get out there and go. So I'm actually sitting in my truck at my horseshoer's house right now. <laughs> He's doing their feet because I swear I'm going to go. So <laughs> That's great. 
Very cool. So, hey, so we're, we're kind of getting close to the end of our time here. <clears throat> Let me know, uh, what, what, what's your favorite hat brand? Do you have a favorite hat brand? Oh, yeah. Uh, American Hat. They have been amazing to me. I actually shoot for them quite a bit. And, um, yeah, I did Tough Cooper's pictures for American Hat uh, a couple years ago. And, um, I've, I've, you know, I've shot stuff for, well, I shot some stuff for J.B. Mooney, uh, not for American Hat, but just through them. Like, you know, if I, right. he, he's sponsored by American Hat. So when I went to North Carolina and, um, and Samantha, you know, wanted new hats, I'm like, you know, I talked to Danny at American Hat Company. I'm like, hey, we need hats, like overnight at JB's house, blah, 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 you know, and they knocked it out of the park. Like, they're always hooking, hooking me up for, for photo shoots and stuff. Um, they're, I mean, besides just the quality is amazing and the people that work for them are amazing. Um, just, you know, you can just count on them. You can count on them to get done whatever you think. I, and I just don't have, I'm not knocking anybody else's because, I mean, there's some other really you know, great hats out there, but that's just my experience with them. So yeah, they're, they're great people there. That's for sure. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. How about, how about cowboy boots? You got a favorite cowboy boot brand? You know, I actually don't. I mean, I'm not saying I don't have any, I mean, one of my favorite pairs right now uh, that I've been wearing are Ariat, but I don't have any ones where I'm like, these are the ones I have to have. Right. Well, it, cowboy boots for, for girls are kind of like shoes anyway, aren't they? You got to, you know, you just got to have all different kinds in, in multiple pairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a few pairs, but like, you know, for, as far as like running goes and stuff like that, um, you know, I don't want to jinx myself and say I don't blow a stirrup with these particular boots, but um you know, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just say that these they particular work really boots well. <laughs> work well for me. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll say that. <laughs> cool. How about, uh, you got a favorite cowboy movie? Uh, you know, I, I, I feel like, well, okay. I don't know if we want to say cowboy. Uh, if I'm going to go cowboy or rodeo, go over, yeah, I'm going to same, same thing. You can, I mean, you can you can use them interchangeably on this show. <laughs> okay, so well, I mean, eight seconds is just yeah. kind of everybody's, I think. So I feel like you know I'm just jumping on the bandwagon, but I mean, who doesn't love that movie? Yeah. And uh, but horse, see, my horse movie, my very favorite horse movie is going to be, and he's kind of a cowboy, is the man from Snowy River. Oh yeah, that's a great. Movie. And he's Australian, but you know he's kind yeah. of a cowboy and he's a horseman. So that is. Um, in fact, I kind of joke because my husband's name is Ty Burleson, oh. and the lead character in the Man from Snowy River's name is Tom Burleson. Yeah. And so I used to tell my husband, <laughs> "Well, that's as close to Tom Burleson as I'm going to get." So <laughs> you, married, you married you married this, the Man from Snowy River. I did, and my husband rides. He rides good, and he's hot. So I was like, "Done deal." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So cool. So what, uh, what do you got planned, uh, for 2019? Well, you know, that's kind of interesting. I, uh, what do I have planned for 2019? I, I already have, you know, some shoots in Texas and Vegas and Arizona lined up and I, I really do. I, I plan on getting on my horse and, and running barrels again and, and going to some rodeos. 
And uh, gosh, I, I think I, I'm kind of getting booked all the way into March. So, well, and, and a, you know, I don't know. That's a, that's <laughs> a good thing though to be to be booked out. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, there's a couple of dates in between. So sometimes somebody will call me and need an emergency something or other done. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. But, um, you know, I never know. Sometimes I, I get some really cool things at the last minute. And sometimes you just never know. Like I said, I'm kind of like a dog. If you open the door to the truck, I'm ready to go for the ride. So whatever, wherever they say, let's, let's go. Can you come do this? Can you come do that? I do have something pretty awesome that um, I'm excited about. Uh, I was invited by, uh, what's this year, 2018, so 2017, I was invited by the Umatilla tribe of uh, Pendleton, Oregon, hmm. to come up and photograph the Indians. And I'm going to say that, and I'm sure we have Native American listeners that don't like that, but what I was told by the Umatilla tribe is they want to be called Indians. That's what they are. That's what they want to be called. So in respect to them, I will call them Indians. When I'm talking with anybody else that's Native American, I say Native American. So I just want to make that clear so that nobody thinks I'm being offensive. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> you know, I think it's important for people to know. Yeah, but, absolutely. So I did, I did make friends with quite a few of the Indians from the Umatilla tribe. And they were amazing. And they had me back up this year in 2018 to photograph and uh, the, one of the best compliments I ever had was she said, you know, I've had photographers from all over National Geographic, Cowboys and Indians. And she said, I want you to come photograph my people with your eye. And I was like, that's the most amazing compliment I've ever had. Thank you. So I went up there. They were happy, had me come back this year. And now one of the ladies from the tribe wants me to come up and photograph a naming ceremony for them in March, I believe which is a pretty big deal. It's very private. They don't like outsiders. And I've been invited. So that's, I think that's probably going to be one of the most amazing opportunities that I might have in my lifetime uh, cool. to go be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she said, there's things you can photograph and things you cannot. I'm like, you tell me to stop and I will stop. You know, whatever, whatever I do, I'm respectful of, of their culture. And anybody's actually. You know, anybody who wants something, I, my whole point is I want to make people feel good when I take their picture. I want them to be proud of their pictures. I want them to absolutely love what I did for them. Because when you can make people feel good about themselves and you save this, you create this memory for them, whether I capture the memory or create the memory, mm -hmm. I just want people to feel good about themselves. I think yeah. the world would be a better place if we all thought that way. Yep, I agree. I definitely agree. Christy, so how, um, how, how can people get a hold of you or follow you? What's the best way if, you know, someone wants to, you know, hire you to do pictures or see your work? Um, well, I get a lot of my calls through uh, Facebook, actually a lot of messages through Facebook, private message, um, Instagram. They can pick up the phone and call me. I have a website, Christy Burleson Photography. Uh, my Facebook page is Christy Burleson Photography. Pretty easy. Okay. Um, so yeah, I definitely there, I tell them, give me a call. It's, it's, uh, my numbers out there, my, uh, <laughs> private message me, whatever, you know? Okay. I, yeah. And it's, it's cool. I get, no, I was just going to say, right, I'll, go I'll put, I'll put all those, uh, 
all those in the in the show notes too. So they'll be people will be able to see them, you know, on the social media. Okay, great. Yeah, absolutely. Well, is your horseshoe? Yeah, I pretty much do everything by referral. Yeah, he's done. There's, oh, he's he's finishing them up right now. I see him. uh, (laughs) I see him kind of finishing on their feet. My other horse is still standing there waiting. They're good. (laughs) Cool. You were you gonna say you were gonna say something? Um, I probably was, but that's okay. My brain goes like that. Well, very cool. Well, hey, Chrissy, I, I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on. And, and it was, like I said, it was great, you know, visiting with you out in Vegas and um, look forward to seeing you out there next year again. And uh, uh, look forward to seeing that picture you take, at least of the, uh, of the tub of the protein powder post that. Oh, yeah, I will definitely, I will do that for you. I, the thing is, I look like the tub, so I might have to hold oh. it there and be like, here, look at, there's two tubs. We got a, a tub of... <laughs> of cowboy way and a tub of me and then hopefully after i'm done with that tub we'll see a big a big result <laughs> well, you're, you're gonna stay on it you're gonna stay training all year right uh, yeah i i'm gonna have to yeah because i think i have uh, some pretty cool adventures coming up this year so i i better get myself fit for that <laughs> well hey well i want to wish you a happy new year uh, again thanks for taking the time i uh, really appreciate it and really enjoyed talking with you and then uh We'll stay in touch and, and catch up soon. Yes, absolutely. And happy new year to you guys too. I know we got a, I don't know what we got going tonight, but we're going to go do something fun. I think. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, happy new year, Christy. And then we'll, we'll talk soon. Great. Happy new year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple Podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com. But I give her hell, he never can tell. Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle And philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pain And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack If you can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the rope and pin.
Down at the Roman Pen Down 